Hey everyone, Weston Nakamura from Blockworks Macro in Tokyo. It is Wednesday, April 12th, 2023 at Asian Markets Close. Welcome to the Market Depth Podcast, bringing you the global market commentary and analysis from the Asia-Pacific trading session so that you know what happened overnight. So we are currently all waiting for the U.S. CPI data release coming in a few hours. Um, and as such, market activity has been pretty much dead, um, not just for today, really, but over the last few days, um, cross assets, just very thin volume trading. And so it's really not even worth reading into like price activity because there's really no market conviction um, behind the movements. Everyone's waiting on CPI. So with that, what I want to do today is I want to just share with you a trade that I have uh, on currently and open currently that going into CPI. Um, and it's just a simple short yen or long dollar yen position uh, that I've already opened. Um, and CPI isn't exactly the catalyst per se, uh, but it certainly is a major factor in the trade and hence my presenting uh, of it to you now. Um, though I don't know if this video will actually go out in time before CPI um, is actually released. But in case this isn't released in time, just note that this is a short term trade that again, I have already opened. Uh, earlier this week, and I'm looking for about a one week or so, maybe 10 days at max um, in time horizon. Though price action and like the price target levels hit to exit the trade, that will ultimately be the the determinant of how long the trade lives for. Um, you know, either to take profit or to you know stop loss out. Now, before I get into this, I'm not even gonna do the standard not trading advice disclaimer. For those of you who know me and have who follow me over time, you already know what what my trading disclaimer. Um, is for whenever I share my trading activities, but for those of you who don't, or for those who need kind of a reminder or a refresher, it is as follows. If you listen to me, you will lose all of your money. If you use me as a reverse indicator, you will lose all of your money still, somehow. Um, and the reason is because I'm a very stupid person and these are very stupid ideas. Clear? Okay, and look, might sound amusing, but I'm not at all kidding. Um, and just broadly, just very generally speaking, there is no way for someone like me to be able to give so-called trading advice or financial advice to you on the other side of the screen. Not only because I have no idea what the hell markets will do going forward, but more critically because I have no idea who you all are individually, right? I don't know what your risk tolerance is, your experience levels, your capabilities, what your market access is, all, all those critical inputs, right? And even if I did happen to know like what one of yours is, it would be completely different for from person to person. Um, and your styles and your parameters are completely inappropriate for others and vice versa, right? Trading is a very individual and personal thing. And so it's simply impossible for me or anyone to address thousands of viewers at once, uh, which is why this is not your trade. This is simply me sharing my trade for better, or for worse, um, and for your observation of me doing so, okay? And again, if you try to duplicate me um, you won't know like if and when and how I exit the trade, you know, until the next video update, which will then be too late to like mimic in real time. And that's even if I exit at all, maybe I added a position, maybe I changed my stop levels. Like, either way, just don't, don't listen to me. In other words, listen to me when I tell you not to listen to me. Okay. Now, as for my trading outcomes, if I'm right, it's hundred percent pure luck. If I'm wrong, it's hundred percent deserved. Okay, cool. So here's what I'm doing. I am long dollar yen USDJPY opened at the 132 level just above. Uh, my target is 137.50. Uh, my stop loss to the downside is 129.10. My time horizon is about one to 10 days. Usually when I trade effects directionally, particularly the yen um, in like the kind of speculative short-term manner as I am now, 
I usually use CME, Yen futures and options to do so. This time, however, I'm just trading spot um, with my Forex trading account. So, you know, rather than shorting the Yen, I'm long dollars having sold my Yen with leverage. Uh, what's the thesis and rationale behind this trade? So normally I don't, you know, like, first of all, I don't really trade that often. Um, I only do so when I feel that there is a compelling opportunity. Um, and truthfully, you know, this, it, this isn't particularly that compelling, but it is sort of kind of, you know, unique a little bit, um, at least unique enough for me to give an opportunity to, to share like a, a trade process, I guess, um, which you will see more of hopefully going forward in market depth. Um, but this is just the first for market depth. Okay. So, so here's the kind of the, the, the setup. So first of all, I don't care what the CPI print itself is. I simply do not care. I care about green and red blinking tickers, period. I also obviously have no idea what the CPI print will be. So let's just say 50-50 coin toss for higher than expected and then lower than expected. Okay. Now, let's see where market sentiment is. Okay. Is it also at 50-50? No, it's not. Markets are currently tilted towards a dovish Fed and rate cuts coming later this year. I don't care if those rate cuts are coming or aren't at the moment. I just care that the markets do have a pre-biased leaning, which means that broadly and generally speaking, if CPI is a 50-50 coin toss and that you know coin toss comes in weaker, then that would be more priced into markets are like existing um, and therefore less of a market moving outcome than if CPI were to surprise to the upside and then markets would exhibit a larger move to have to readjust. Okay, so first of all, so there's that. In addition to that, we just had a unique situation in which U.S. payrolls data came out on Friday, right? And that data itself was, I suppose, like neutral, right? Meaning no, no real major change in narrative. But what that means is continuity. And what continuity means is persistently strong labor market, or at least strong enough to warrant continued rate hikes or a rate hike in the next meeting. Or either way, definitely not like weak enough to warrant rate cuts, Um but that's not what's really interesting about the setup. What's interesting is that that data was released on a market holiday. And therefore, there was basically no real market reaction. Okay, And again, I'm not talking about market price action. I'm talking about participation and activity um, in the reaction, like volume, right? That was absent across asset classes, but especially in yen futures on CME. Okay, so take a look at this. Uh, this is... Yen futures, volume traded, uh, and you can see that there's a massive drop-off in volume on April 7th. That was the non-far payrolls day Friday that was closed for the like US. Dead volume, right? For a major data drop day, let alone, you know, any day. Now, that doesn't mean that market participants have like brushed it off or something. It just simply means that they're waiting for the CPI to drop. Um, and then markets market participants are gonna react to both non-far payrolls from Friday and CPI in aggregate. Okay, so that's what's unique about this, because today's CPI reaction will be preloaded with a sort of residual reaction to non-for payrolls on Friday. Um, and again, that data print was one that tilted towards more of a hawkish bias than a dovish one. So if this 50-50 CPI coin toss comes in higher, then you'll have potentially larger momentum behind the move, um, fueled by the preloaded non-for payrolls reaction that's been pent up. And if CPI is CPI is neutral or, or lower, perhaps it might you know just be an offset um, to a degree, um, or perhaps none of what I just said applies. Okay, but that's the unique sort of scheduling setup that we have. Now, why trade this via dollar yen? If you recall, last week I did an episode called "How Will the Bank of Japan Move Markets?" That's from April seventh. Watch that for a more detailed explanation on what drives currency price action, namely dollar yen. 
Um, but I talk about yield spreads between the U.S. Treasury, uh, US Treasury yields and JGB yields um, and yield curve control and how dollar yen made a stunning 33% rip higher to multi-decade highs last year, 2022, um, or the yen getting crushed to multi-decade lows in 2022, you know, within a span of just a few months. This was due to a rising yield environment globally due to a hawkish Fed and all the other central banks. Um, and, and the upside in JGB yields that had been moving alongside global yields suddenly being artificially kept by the BOJ via yield curve control. Um, and as U.S. yields kept moving higher um, and JGBs remained capped, the U.S. to Japan nominal yield spread widens, and that leads to dollar strength and yen weakness, and therefore dollar yen to rally. So what's the current setup that we have at the moment? Well, we just had the new BOJ leadership change. Um, now we have a new governor, uh, BOJ Governor Ueda, who started this week. Um, and to start off with a press conference this week in which their message was policy continuity, at least for now. Um, so the Kuroda era kind of lives on until at least the April BOJ meeting at the end of the, the month. And so currently we have the 10-year JGB yield also basically right up against that upper band limit of 50 basis points cap, like right around there already. So if US CPI comes in above expectations and markets swing towards pricing in a more hawkish Fed than current, even if it's, even if it's just a bit, right? But the direction is like a turnaround back towards hawkish, the directionality, right? Then we have a sort of mini repeat setup of this policy divergence between uh, Fed hiking versus a BOJ um, standstill. And with the JGB yields like already at its upper band currently, um, you know, therefore upside in U.S. Treasury yields would widen the yield spread due to yield curve control, and that's dollar yen upside. So that's the thinking behind it. Okay, now how's the positioning? It's not really like super skewed um, in favor of one way or another, not, at least not as much as I'd like to see personally, but let's take a look at CME futures positioning um, as well as Japan retail, okay? Okay, so if you look at this, this is basically just uh, Japan retail positioning uh, from a Japan retail trading platform called uh, Gaitana.com. And, you know, you can see the buys and the sells, and they look more or less 50-50, but that actually is like in recent days, you'll see that it is favoring towards like a, a little bit, you know, slightly more bearish um, on, on USDJPY. That can reverse quickly, right, in an instant for spot dollar yen and for levered swap traders for like Japan retail traders. And then on CME, so this is just um, CFTC, Commitment of Traders data, positioning data. And people tend to like look at the levered positioning for these situations, but the hedge fund, like speculative, aggressive, quick money, like the levered positioning, that doesn't really um, apply for yen futures because yen futures, it's not actually the levered positions that dictate price action. It's the asset managers category. Um, and you can see this in this chart at the bottom for total asset managers in blue as a percentage is way above all others. That's why you see like the yen futures price move uh, in tandem more with uh, asset managers than with the leverage funds. And currently, as it stands, you'll see that um, positioning is for a net long JPY bias. Okay, so that positioning bias also exists um, to, you know, potentially reverse as well. So that's basically it, more or less. Um, and note that this is based on just like a near term. I'm definitely out of this either way as, uh, you know, like well before April BOJ actual policy meeting approaches on April 28th. But until then, markets will be trading off of what I just, you know, stated um, as the, you know, BOJ press conference on Monday, um, which is still Kurodonomics being still alive for now. 
Um, and again, this isn't some brilliant trade or something I've discovered. Obviously, this is just a very simple directional dollar yen coin toss either way. It's not so much about the trade outcome as it is just me showing you what I'm up to in terms of market activity and how I kind of like, you know, would, would trade a situation like this. Um, and I'll update you know, in, in future episodes as per whatever my activity is on this. So make sure you stay tuned to see how this trade works out um, and how I kind of manage the position depending on how markets behave and, and we'll see how this trade uh, ends up uh, going. Um, but either way, it's just more of kind of a learning lesson than anything else. All right, thanks.